Welcome to a live preaching message from the Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, New York City. Kadesh Family Church, Manhattan, is the Apache of the Kadesh Family Churches in North America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
says you don't know but the word of God is true and everything he's promised he will do it for you help me sing Jesus, Jesus come on if you know it sing with us Specifically, I pray for those who gave, that bless them. May they know that they cannot outgive you. May you remember their sacrifices and their offerings in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. No politician can really save the mess in this world except Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Uh, I thought we were doing casual, but I, I, I don't know.
of your word, the Bible says it bringeth forth light. Father, we thank you as we gather in your presence. Under your mighty wings, may your word bring light. May your word bring healing. May your word bring restoration. May your word bring peace. May your word bring direction. Father, let the weary soul find rest. And let the depressed soul be revived. Thank you that just as it was with our master, demons will be driven out by the preaching of your word. Thank you that no evil spirit shall thrive in our midst. Let the ancient words impart. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Thank you. In Jesus' name, I pray again. And let all the saints say, Amen. amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and listen. Please take your seat. When Reverend Patrick came up, I thought he was going to continue the dancing. I was very disappointed. <laughs> I was totally disappointed. I thought the man was going to continue with the dancing. But I was disappointed. <laughs> Hallelujah. But that was, that was some real dance, man. Put your hands together. Wow. Wow. Some of you, if you try this dance, you may need Advil. <laughs> you have to call 911. I tell you, it's too classic. If you try, you may need 911. Hallelujah. But there's joy in the church. There is happiness in the church. The Bible says, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Jeff, just put it on the floor. We'll fix it after church. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Amen. Hallelujah. Tell neighbor, neighbor, I'm happy to sit by you. If I tell the person, neighbor, you are very privileged, very, very privileged to sit, to, to sit by somebody like me. Say, so if you know who I am, so if you really know who I am, you will stay close to me. <laughs> so tell the person, look, Tell the person, you want to tell the person that, look, if you dare me, I'll show you who I am. Say, if you dare me, I'll show you who I am. Say, if you dare me, I'll show you who I am. Say, get $100. Take $100 and give to them. The $100 is not coming eh? Hallelujah. Don't worry, it's our church. We are happy in the church. 
There is mission in the church. Hallelujah. The prison worship, everything. That's mission. I saw the dance. What is it? I don't know what they were doing. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hey. <laughs> uh, the one that she, she did like this. I try to tell them we was coming down and let us in. Why they hating like we are a bunch of hooligans? No gimmick, spirit in my lyrics. Know when people hear it, they gon' love her, they gon' fear it. And it ain't how we flow, cause when we show up at our show, they say we goin' so hard in the paint, they can't wait for some more. But some others say we preach it. Some close minded geeks. Like we ain't heard of Hallelujah! That's Nisha in the church. Anyway. You have to be happy in life. Oh, the Morrisons are in church. Wow. At the appropriate time, we shall invite them. Hallelujah. All right. Father, let's get into the word of God. Amen. I think there was a scripture for today that I haven't seen all day. Is it? Okay, good. Let's all, I wonder why they memorize it. But even if you cannot memorize it, just understand what this is. Obey them. Here, let's read one, two, go. Rule over you. And submit yourself. For they will watch for your souls as they that must give account. That they may do it with joy and not with grief. For that is unprofitable to you. I don't know whether I can memorize it, but I think about it here. Submit yourself. Because they are watching over your soul. It, it, look, see, in modern day English, it means don't give your pastor wahala and grief. That's what, that's what this verse means. I mean, it simply means don't give your pastor wahala and grief. Because when you give your pastor wahala and grief, it goes against you. Because he's supposed to watch over your soul. And when he, every time he thinks about you, he thinks about wahala, it goes against you. That's all. So, because Bible says, so that they may give account of you, that they may do, so as they must give account, so that when your name comes up before them, they will say happy things about you. But not that when your name comes up, they say, ah! It's not good for you. Hallelujah. So simply put, that's what it means. Amen. All right. This afternoon, we're going to have a, just a short word. Hallelujah. And I, as you can see, yeah, I'm going to talk to you about have an encouraging heart. An encouraging heart. Have an encouraging heart. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Have an encouraging heart. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. Proverbs 4, 23. What does it say? Proverbs 24, 3. Are you there? It says, read for me, please. Try to get my word. No? Keep what? Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Mm. Mm. Keep thy heart with all diligence, 
For out of it are the issues of life. Maybe give me another version. Let's read more versions so we understand it. Any version you have? The next version. Must have a lot of versions in the back. Above all else, guard your heart, for it affects everything you do. Above all else, guard your heart. It affects everything you do. Hallelujah. Do you have another version? Above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do flows from it. Keep and guard your heart with all vigilance. And above all that you guard. For out of it flow the springs of life. I think we'll end with this one. For out of it... I'm talking about an encouraging heart. Hallelujah. You see, your heart, when the Bible says keep your heart with all diligence, see, keep your heart with all diligence. Your heart is very, very important. Or I must say, the condition of your heart is very important. Hallelujah. I said, Hallelujah. Because life starts from the heart. What did I say? Everybody say with me. Life starts from the heart. I want to hear it again. Again. You see, that is why it is so important to guard it. Keep it with all diligence. Because the condition of your heart, or, or because the life you live, your lifestyle, how you live, is dependent on the condition of your heart. Life starts from the heart. So the Bible says, guard it. Keep it well. And it's obvious. I, I, I bet if I come to your house, now, if I enter your living room, I am going to see some books. Now, some of you, I may see CDs, some magazines. Some of you, I may see even some bread, half eaten, half. Huh? Some, I may see... Um, what? I'll see empty bottles of what? Of fluids. <laughs> Generic. I may see empty bottles of fluids. Generic. What about the fluid maybe? <laughs> empty bottles of fluids. But I can tell you what. One thing I will not see on your living room, lying on the chair, is your social security card. I'll find your social security card lying on your corner table. Nor your passport. No. Or even your ATM card. Even if there's no money on your account, I still would have. <laughs> Why? 
because it, it, it is important and it, it affects your status and your destination. So because of that, you keep it safely. You protect it. But the magazine, the old magazine or whatever magazine you are reading, it's lying there. You don't care. Hallelujah. And the Bible is saying that as a Christian, as an individual, or as a creation of God, the center of your life, or the life that you live, is dependent on the condition of your heart. So if your heart is good, your life is good. If the heart is bad, your life is bad. And therefore, guard it. Make sure it doesn't get contaminated. For it, springs come out of it. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? That is why if you are a girl, be careful. Don't let boys play with your heart by heart. Play with your heart by heart. Because as they toy with and they drop it, it's broken. And after it's broken, it can only be patched together. So because your heart is not natural, it's a patched up heart. That is why you unconsciously, you have become so cynical, so bitter, so not so nice. It's easy because the heart is broken. It's broken. So you are better off protecting it so that, nobody doesn't, so that somebody doesn't break it. Because once it's breaking, you see, that's why you hear statements like, well, hmm, I'm careful, you know. You don't know what's going on. You, you, you know, look, you can't trust a man, you know. What do you can't trust a man? Right? If you can't trust a man, what else can you trust? You can't trust a man, you know. You got to be careful, you know. You have to sleep with your eyes open. All because your heart has been broken. So what is coming out is bitterness and other things. So you don't believe the word of God anymore. So you are better off protecting so it doesn't get broken. May God heal your hearts. And if it's broken, pray for healing. Because he's a healer. I say he's a healer. I say he's a healer. Pray that your heart will be healed. Because when it's broken, pray that it will be healed. Because the condition, just like, just like even in medicine, your heart. In modern medicine, your heart. The quality of the life you lead depends on your heart. Do you understand what I'm saying? Even in modern medicine, the quality of your heart. Are you hearing me? It's dependent on your, the quality of your life is dependent on your heart. Yeah. If you have heart failure, for which, uh, I mean, dilated, dilated cardiomyopathy, accidents are lost. Dilated cardiomyopathy. It means your heart is dilated. So the pump, which is supposed to contract and contract, expand, because it's already dilated, it doesn't contract much. So because of that dilated cardiomyopathy, your, your life changes forever. You do something small, you are tired. You sit down, <sighs> you do, I mean, everybody can go, you alone, you go, you are tired. Your feet are swollen. You have difficulty breathing. When you lie down, when you sleep, you cannot lie flat. You have to prop you up, because when you lie flat, you can't breathe. Because the heart is not good. I bind every cardiac disease. I say I bind every cardiac disease. 
you shall not suffer from heart attack. You shall not suffer from heart diseases. Your feet will never swell up in the name of Jesus. Yeah, we mind it. You will not get a heart attack. You will not get a heart attack. You will not get a cardiac arrest. We cancel every heart disease in the name of Jesus. Your heart is renewed. If you are here, you have difficulty breathing, heart attack, asthma, by the blood of Jesus, your heart is renewed. Your blood pressure is down. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. So, so the condition of your heart. The condition of your heart. It affects your life. That is why they do everything to give you a good heart. If you have an arrhythmia. arrhythmia because your heart is supposed to be. Your heart is supposed to beat. Papa. 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 God is wonderful. It never stops. Papa. Papa. When you are young, it's about 160. So, Papa. 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 As you get to one year old, it goes to about 120. Papa. 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 As you get to about adult age, it goes to about 80. 60, 80. Papa, papa, as you become more athletic, you play golf, you exercise, it drops to about 60, more reserve. Papa, 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 papa. You understand? And so it keeps on beating. It never stops. It never stops. For 100 years, it never, it never stops. Have, have, have we thought about it? How dare you say there's no God? I said, why dare you say there's no God? Can you make something a hundred years? It doesn't stop beating. You see, you say there's no God. There's no God. Even the subway, sometimes it stops running. And many times. Keeps on. But if your heart is not, so let's say you have a heart condition, arrhythmia. Instead of it being papa, 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 it is papa, 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 papa. And because of that condition, you can't even exercise. You can't do certain things. So your heart is very important in the natural. In the same way, spiritually, your heart is important. The Bible says life. Life. Life, as you live it, comes from the condition of your heart. Hallelujah. Are you here with me, church? So guard your heart. Amen. Protect it. You understand? Types of heart. You see, just as in the physical, you have types of heart. In the spiritual, you have types of heart. Types of heart. See, some, 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 there's something called a sorrowful heart. Sorrowful heart. Person is never happy. You are always sorrowful. I mean, you are always sorrowful. Never happy. So sorrowful. Nothing makes you happy. Everything is a problem. Yeah. What you are whining, is it a sorrowful heart? Is it, there are some people like, they have a sorrowful heart. The same thing that happens to everybody, they alone, when it happens to you, you wonder. Are you the only person to have got, are you the only person to have gotten this problem? But they have a disposition to be so sad. See, a sorrowful heart. Your heart is sorrowful. Same thing that everybody goes through. It happens to you, the world has come to an end. Are you the only person to have lost a job? Are you the only person to have lost a, 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 a career? A child? A, miss the bus? No! 
way. Sorrowful. Sorrowful. Everything you make a big deal out of it. You know, and it affects you. You see, it affects you that because of that, people don't want to be around you. And you wonder why don't people around you? Because everybody gets tired of somebody who's always grabbing the morning. That's what happens. Everybody gets tired. I mean, your, your, your natural disposition is always to have a sorrowful heart. That's your natural. I mean, it's like, like somebody said, you are not happy to be happy. You are not happy. When you are, see, when, when everything is, when, when you are happy, you are not happy. Because you have a sorrowful heart. Everything, you must find a problem. You know, like, 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 like enough problems that can keep you sad all the time if you choose to live that way. That's what I'm trying to share with you. All I'm trying to share with us tonight is that life has enough issues that can keep you, that can keep you, I'm talking about enough legitimate issues that can keep you sad all the time if you choose to live that way. So it's up to you. There's enough, I'm telling you, that's why life, there's enough. It has enough issues. Legitimate. That can make, if you have a sorrowful heart, you have enough reasons always to mourn. Enough reasons. Yeah. Life has no problems. Enough wahala. Legitimate. I'm not talking about things that you are making up. Legitimate reasons. If you have a sorrowful heart. There is whooping. But I remember, you see, that's what I say. I remember when I was complaining, when I was talking about this problem, how I came to park and my car was towed. I was talking to Pastor Kwame, I think Rosalind, I was standing in the Newark church. And they said, hold on, your car was towed. Wait till we came for all night. When we came, our car was stolen. Mine was stolen. <laughs> I, you see, you understand what I'm saying? I was complaining about my car being told. But somebody who also went to pray in the night, when she came back, her car was stolen. At least my, I just wonder if I got my car back. Her the car was gone. Then I said, really? Because I was complaining about a parking problem on 42nd Street. And they said, yours is better. In New York, it's not a parking problem. It's a stealing problem. They steal the car. <laughs> Choose one. <laughs> because nobody here, about three or four people have gone to pray in the New York church. When you come, your car is gone. So I can choose to group over my stealing car, my, my ticket. You see, what I'm trying to tell you by this example is that Whatever you are choosing to mourn about, which is legitimate and is reasonable, there is somebody with you who has a worse problem and is happy. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to share with you. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hey, That's when you walk there, Jolly. I remember I was complaining. They said, hey, over here. 
Over here, it's not, it's not, it's not told. The car will not be there at all. In fact, there's only one person in Newark who deliberately wanted her car to be taken. It's a true, all my stories are true. As Bishop says, this one is a true story. Because I know the person personally. He had a, a very wild banger. And she was hoping that the car would be stolen so she can get insurance. And every day, she would park her car in Edmonton and leave the windows open. In the morning, when she comes, the car is still there. <laughs> and then she would park the car. And she told me that, look, she is hoping that one day she will wake up. Then the car is gone. Nobody took the car. Nobody. <laughs> Even the thieves didn't like the car. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. You see, so what I'm trying to share with you is that there is legitimate, legitimate reasons to be sad. Every day. If you want to, if you have that personality. Because, you know, but whatever you are calling a reason to be sad, somebody next to you may have even worse and is happy. So, the quality of your life, how well you live, the quality of your life you live, or how well you live, is not dependent on your bank account. It's not dependent on your job. What really determines the quality of your heart, of your life, is the condition of your heart. That is why, as you check your bank balance this morning before coming, it was $25.50. But as soon as you came, uh, as soon as you entered the church, what was wrong with this? What was my Maria again? Oh, sing for joy to God. Well, only $25. Only $25. <laughs> if you go to him, he will answer you. If you send, oh, sing. Well, you have only $15 in the Bank of America account. But, but there is somebody somewhere who has a million dollars and this morning he's depressed and want to kill himself. That's what I'm trying to tell you. A million dollars and this morning he's thinking of committing suicide. And so the quality of your life does not depend on your bank account. It depends on the condition of your heart. Even if it's negative, Christ. Oh, sing for joy to God. It's $7.50. <laughs> but you are happy. I say you are happy. I say you are happy. But there's somebody with $25 million. And it's sitting down. The heart. The heart. The heart. What do you think? Can spend millions of dollars. So what I'm trying to say is that is the, you see, the quality of your life is dependent on the condition of your heart. That's what I'm saying. Guard your heart. Guard it. Guard it.
with all diligence. Guard it because when it gets sad, it will give you a sad life. When it is happy, it will give you a happy life. Yes. So guard it. Keep it well. Because your life, the, you see, the quality of the life you live is so dependent on your heart, not the things that you have. Yes, every time a bank account, they will not be killing themselves. They have reserves. They have reserves. Yeah. But the heart has changed. Their heart is in a sorrowful state. And that sorrowful state is only depression and death. But your, house is, your heart is in a happy state. That is why with $17.50, you are singing, Oh, sing. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and your life is far better. Your life is far better. You are happier. You are healthy. You dance. You sing. Because you have a better heart. Guard your heart. I say guard your heart. Hallelujah. Let's guard our heart. Amen. You know, see, the Bible gives some examples of hearts. I'm going to give you examples of hearts that you have to be careful of. Let's look at Ezekiel 11.19. Yep. Ezekiel 11.19. God is speaking. He said, and I will give them one heart. And I will put a new spirit within you. And I will take the stony heart out of their flesh. And will give them a heart of flesh. So there is something called a stony heart. A heart of stone. A heart of stone. A stone. What is a stone? A stone is hard. A stone doesn't change. A stone is stiff. So when you have a heart of stone, you are hard. You are stiff. You don't change. You don't believe anything. See, one of the people, one of the signs that you have a stony heart is that you don't believe anything. Oh, that's your bread. We've heard, uh, you have no faith in good things. Your heart is stone, stubborn, hard. Even when they are talking about miracles, you look at it some way. Stony heart. Stiff. Stubborn. God said, I will take that, I have to take that heart out and give you a heart of flesh, something soft, something that can be counseled, something that can be advised. Because if you have a heart that cannot be advised, you are destined for doom. Because the Bible says that he that is often rebuked and hardened his neck shall suddenly have his neck broken. Hallelujah. So God said, look, I need to take that stony heart out of you. The heart of stone. Stone is cold. Cold, hard. Cannot bend it. Cannot change it. It's just stiff until it drops and cracks. So, what, 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 when you see people with stony heart, they are unyielding, stubborn. You can't pacify the person in any way. I mean, they don't understand, leave it alone. They don't understand it. And the same thing, they don't even have a heart that leaves that tends to be well. Look, that attitude that you think that will never change is a stony heart. 
What is, I mean, what do you lose by believing? I'm asking a question. What do you lose by believing? Are you hearing me? But why do you have this pessimistic attitude? I hope that is the right word. Pessimistic. You are a pessimist. Everything you have, you look at them, you, you look at it with a dark eye. What is, I mean, what, what do you gain? What do you gain? Why don't you believe that things can work out? Why don't you believe that God can change it? Why don't you believe that God can heal? Why don't you have a heart of flesh, a heart that believes, not a stony heart? You don't do yourself any good by with a stony heart. May God remove every stony heart. May he give us a heart of flesh. Yes. Heart of stone. Hallelujah. You know, I had, I had somebody say that, oh, oh, me, me, this lighthouse church, this QFC church, and this their bishop. No, me, I don't really believe them. I mean, they are all the people who are believe, all the people who are following him, all the who are following, they are young and impressionable. Young and impressionable. I would rather be young and impressionable than old and stiff. I would choose to be young and impressionable than old and stiff. Because young and impressionable means I have a future. Old and stiff. I'm just waiting for my neck to be broken. Tell your neighbor, believe. Say, heart, tell a person, you need flesh in your heart. Don't be so. If you live with someone who has a stony heart, eh, everything is difficult. Why do you want to live like that? Hallelujah. Another heart. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 16. 2 Corinthians 8, 16. 2 Corinthians 8, 16. But thanks be to God, which put the same, which put the same NSK into the heart of, of Let me tell you something. I pray that you marry a caring wife. Receive it, brother. Because if you marry a wife who doesn't care, you are done for. A caring wife. I explain. A caring wife doesn't care about you at all. Selfish. She cooks what she wants to eat. <laughs> I'm preaching. I said, I'm preaching. She cooks what she wants to eat. I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Pray. I mean, you are the man of the house, but you don't detect, you don't determine what to eat. I'm preaching. Today she feels like making uh, a bono soup. Whether you like it or not, that's what you are eating. <laughs> that's not care about you. Doesn't care. I'm preaching. A current wife. I mean, you are blessed to have a caring wife. A wife who asks her, look, is everything okay? What do you want to eat, honey? When are you coming home? 
Honey, can I do the laundry? The caring wife. But I receive it. <laughs> yes. Because if you, if you have one that doesn't care. Listen to me carefully. <laughs> Seriously. I am not talking about a caring mother. Most wives are caring mothers, but they are not caring wives. I'm preaching. <laughs> I'm preaching. A caring mother, you see, they are care and they are fashion for the child, but not for the man. That is why, that is why in the night, she jumps up. The child, but, but if you stretch your hand, <laughs> <laughs> I'm preaching. That's why the, I mean the child may whine in the next room. She jumps up. But you are lying in the same bed with her. You stretch your hand. Whoa. So so she's a caring mother, but not a caring wife. Listen, that is why. She will wake up at 2 a.m. and make food for the child. But you come home and say that, listen. <laughs> I hear me. That's why you come home and, and listen. Why, why is dinner? Listen. Why is dinner? Look, I had a long day. I had a very long day. I had a difficult time at work. You know, I'm so tired. You know, ow. I mean, why? Why? Do I, always, do I always have to cook? Do I always have to cook? Do I always have to cook? Why can't you help yourself a little bit? Ah, why? Why? Hey, why? Why? I, every time, I mean, I mean, have such a long day. I mean, you have, you have to learn to be a bit reasonable. Why? You're so unreasonable. Why? What is this? Ah, what is this? Ah, ah, why? 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 But the child, eh, that one. I'm preaching. I'm sure somebody said about resume. What about caring husbands? I'm, I have the microphone. When you listen, when you preach. <laughs> next time, when you get. <laughs> when you have the microphone, you can talk about, come and talk about caring husbands. But I think husbands are more caring than. I think fathers are more caring than. Even the children that the mothers care about. I think the fathers care more about the children than the mothers. Even that one. I think so. I think even, even the children that even the, even, is it, even the children that the mothers claim they care more. I think the fathers care more about the children. You argue with me. Don't argue with me. Is it because you have breasts and you feed the child, you think you love the child more. I'm preaching. Because you have breasts and you feed the child, you think you love the child more. But what you know, the father probably even cares for the child more than you care. And sometimes the, the father's tough actions is from care. The Bible says that, uh, the Bible says that, uh, the Bible says that whom he loves, he chastises. So sometimes the father's harshness on the child is more love than your, your, your stupid pampering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
It's your stupid pampering. You, it, is, you, 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 it is your stupid pampering. You are raising the child. Nobody can shout at the child. When the father shouts, no, you are too mean. You don't like the boy. That's why you are raising up a monster. Yeah, career husband. Hallelujah. Yeah. There's something called a caring heart. A heart that cares. A heart that is interested in the welfare of others. Amen. Another heart. Ephesians 5.19. Ephesians 5.19. Ephesians 5.19, quickly. Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Another heart I want, I want to talk about is a melodious heart. A heart that makes melody. Look, let me spend some time on this one. You see, singing and making melody in your heart. A heart of melody. A heart that sings. A joyful heart. A heart that sings. And my heart will sing. What does it say? My, my, what does it say? And my heart will sing. My heart, a melodious heart. You see, be careful. Because, you see, like I said, there are enough problems in life to make you depressed. The Bible says God has not given us the spirit of fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and of a sound mind. Depression! Listen to me carefully. Depression is not a mood, it's a spirit. Don't ever, maybe I should start on my here. Don't ever Think of depression as a mood. It's a spirit. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, or of a sound mind. Depression is a spirit. And even though from time to time you get depressed, don't accept it. Cast it out. Cast it out. Because it has only one aim. It depression will lead to isolation. And the ultimate of which is suicide. Because it brings you down to the point whereby you say that life is not worth living. And let me tell you something, by the way. One of the most selfish things to do is suicide. Suicide is a selfish decision. You are very selfish. Did you think about the people you are leaving behind? Did you think about the shame and the embarrassment? So you are only thinking about yourself. Why you are not happy? I mean, I've, I've actually heard someone say, look, the way they are treating me, I will die so that they will all be ashamed. You die so that will all be ashamed. <laughs> kill myself so that everybody will be ashamed. I will kill myself so that everybody will be ashamed. It's a selfish spirit. You see, and depression is a spirit. Depression is a spirit. Yes, from time to time, you get sad, you get depressed, but cast it out. I say, cast it out. Don't accept a heart of depression. Tall. And I'm serious about it. Don't accept it. That's why you need a heart of melody. 
a heart of melody, a singing heart. The Bible said that an unable spirit from God was sent to Saul and it tormented Saul. When the thing comes, Saul will get depressed, angry, and moody. But when and they brought David, and as David sang a song, the spirit will depart. You need a melodious heart to cast away the spirit of depression. Yes. That's why you sing. Yes, that's why we sing. Don't accept it. You see, let me tell you the sequence. It's like, it comes like, you are moody, you are sad, you isolate yourself, gradually, 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 at a point nobody cares. Then the next thing, life is not worth living. And then suicide. That's the, listen. Because the whole thing is to isolate you. And listen to me. Now, it's like, oh. And by the way, don't use mistrust as a reason to isolate yourself. Well, nowadays I can't trust anybody. You can't trust anybody. That's why you've isolated yourself. Yeah, that's the same. Well, I can't trust anybody. Because somebody has betrayed you. It's true. You see, that's what I'm saying. Everything you do, there's a legitimate reason. But don't go that way. It's true somebody betrayed you. It's true somebody lied on you. But that is not the reason not to trust anybody anymore. I'm preaching to you. The fact that somebody betrayed you. Because you see, two wrongs, two wrongs never make a right. Two wrongs never make a right. Yes, somebody betrayed you. By, 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 by isolating yourself, and not trusting anybody, you have moved yourself into the era of depression and isolation. And let me tell you something. The devil, he knows your weak point. That's why he speaks to you at best when you are down. When there's nobody, that's why he tells you a lot of things. Satan knows the right time to come to you. As you isolate yourself, I don't answer any call. I don't talk to anybody. That is when he speaks louder. Hallelujah. So don't use mis- as a betrayal common in life. People will betray you. In fact, recently I was, I was talking to a, a, a teenager in the psych unit. She was going to, about to kill herself. She was trying to kill herself, but she didn't die. Thank God. She didn't die. I asked her why she did that. She said, why? Why did, you, why did you want to kill yourself? We asked her. And she was telling her, look, I mean, because her friends betrayed her. So I said, what, what do you mean by your friends betrayed you? She said, oh, she told, some, she told them something in private about her life. By the time she realized, you are putting it on Facebook. Yeah, that's what she told me. Something that she had told her friends. But privately, when she realized it was on Facebook. So because of that, life is not well. So she tried to kill herself. So when I said that, but what do you gain by killing yourself? So that, so that they will be ashamed. Selfish. Let me tell you something. Betrayal is part of life. But if you let the betrayal lead to get into your heart and lead to isolation, then the devil has succeeded. Because that is where he wants to get you to. Isolation. So he can attack you. But even in spite of the betrayal, you are able to work in forgiveness and still company. You have protected yourself. Hallelujah. 
That's why you need a melodious heart. A heart of melody. Amen. Yeah. Melody. There are many things. You need a melodious heart. A singing heart. Depression is a spirit. It's not a mood. It's a spirit. Yeah. It's not a feeling. So have a melodious heart. Look, when you are, if you see depression and you see there's a lot of interest in everything. When you hit some line of depression, there's loss of interest. You don't want to, they don't want to eat. They don't want to talk. They don't want to keep self-action. Anything like meh, meh. You see, so, so I'm talking about the quality of your heart. So, you know, the quality of life goes down because you have entered a depressed heart. And therefore, the life that is coming out is a depressed life. No interest in anything. In fact, one of the even, one of the even signs of depression in men is lack of erection. So your husband does not need Viagra. He needs encouragement. <laughs> Let me continue. <laughs> hey, let me continue. So what he needs is encouragement. It's not that he's old and he's tired. He's depressed. Oh, I think he's getting old. He's not old. He's not tired. Even Abraham at 99 was able to perform. Your husband is not 99. It's depression. So start encouraging him. It's a deep message. Hallelujah. Because, you see, Proverbs 17, 22. Proverbs 17, 22. What does it say? Oh, quickly, brother. Proverbs 17, 22. Talking about what your husband needs. Or what you need. A happy heart. A merry heart. Do it good like medicine. A merry heart. A, me- a happy heart. It does good better than medicine. So what the guy needs is encouragement and happiness, not Viagra. I'm preaching. What your wife, you see, I mean, I mean, I mean, what your wife needs is affection and encouragement. Okay? Affection and encouragement, not antidepressant. She's not dressing well. She doesn't care for herself. She doesn't care about anything. She does, what she needs is affection and encouragement, not a psychiatrist, a merry heart. It do it good than medicine. Make her happy. That's what she needs. The reason why she doesn't want to do anything in the house, she does not need a psychiatrist. She doesn't need Zoloft. She doesn't need Risperdal. She doesn't need any of that. She needs a merry heart. It goes better than medicine. I'm preaching. And it, it, and, 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 it, and, and, merry, and it has no side effects. All the medications you are taking have side effects. This one has no side effects. And it's free. A merry heart. A merry heart. So sometimes what you, what you need in your life is a merry heart. You see, your inability to do anything, lack of energy, I can't do anything, I am sad, everything is difficult. You don't need blood tests. You need happiness. I'm preaching to you. I say you, need, you don't need any blood tests. You need happiness. I say you need happiness. I say you need happiness. 
You need to say, wake up and say, I still have joy. Joy in my heart. Joy like a river. Joy like a river. Joy like a river in my soul. I got joy like a river. I don't need a blood test. I don't need to feel no, no. I got joy like a river. And the Bible says it does better than medicine. Suddenly, you find that you are going and you are keeping, you, because your life depends on the condition of your heart. Yeah. But the broken spirit dried up the bones. A broken spirit. Broken spirit. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the reason why the man is lying in bed, doesn't want to get up, he's irritated, I mean, he doesn't, it's not because he's lazy or tired, he's depressed. Encourage him. Speak to him. Pamper him. Honey, is everything okay? Can I have what you need? Pamper him so that his bones will be revived. Are you, are you hearing me? Yeah. A merry heart. You see, it's good to have... Let, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, seriously. Should I tell you? And I'm telling for you to tell your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, stop taking life too serious. That's, that, that, that's, the, that, that's the key to a merry heart. That's the key to a merry heart. I said, tell you about stop taking life too serious. I mean, you are too serious about life. Hey, why? Easy. 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 You, see, you, you must also learn to take life a little bit easy. After all, we team I don't see before. <laughs> see, Seth. See, Seth, man, they drink. I don't say, man, they chew. We team I don't see before. We team, team I don't see before. <laughs> Photographer. What is written is written. But you are so moody. You are so harassed. You are so stressed. Look. See, said man, they jump. Relax. Relax. You are too tense. You take life too serious. You take life too serious. There comes a point you must relax. You must chill. Take it easy. What's him I not see before? That's your problem. I'm preaching. You need a merry heart. You need a happy heart. I mean, the car is not starting so waiting. The car is not starting. Get Uber. If Uber is not working, take the bus. What? After a waiting, I don't see before. See, I once worked with a colleague. I, I once worked with a colleague. I, I, I never seen anybody who has a depressed. And he are physician. We're working together. And one day, I mean, every time she's moody and stressed. So I asked her, what is your problem? He said, you know, I, uh, my kids. I said, what are your kids? Yes, I have, I have twins. She had twins. They are about six months. You know, they are six months. And every time I look at my account, I'm wondering how they can go to college. I said, yeah. <laughs> Too early. Six months. Six months. Six months old, you are worried about your college. <laughs> Six months. Please. I, I trust what I'm telling you. Six months, twins. She was so she, she was so stressed about their college. I mean, that's a higher level. You wake up, everything is so serious. Even when your phone is not working, 
You are so moody. Wait, see, wait, see. Before the phone, what you leave in? After the phone, what you leave in? If the boy says he doesn't like you, let him get out of that one. I tell him to man who see before. <laughs> I said, wait, him man who see before. Hey, he will marry you. Let him go. I said, let him go. And when he's going, push a big head. Go. <laughs> go. Please. I'm preaching. You see, a, ma- a merry heart. Do it good. A merry heart. Like medicine. Don't take. Look. Let me tell you something. You see, the Bible said that which of you, by taking thought of the moral, can even add a cubit? You can't change much sometimes. You just have to relax. Let the day come. Hey, Monday, man chop. Tuesday, man chop. Wednesday, man chop. Friday, man go chop. Wait till man see me. See before. Give the Lord a shout. I said, give the Lord a shout. Wait till man see before. chop. Monday, I chop. Tuesday, I chop. Wednesday, I chop. Thursday, I chop where I drink. Friday, mango chop. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. See, take, see, so take life easy. Amen. Take it easy. I'm, it's actually medicine. This is medicine. You see, this is why your pressure is up. You have ulcer. You have migraine headache. Your periods are irregular. Why? Take it easy. Tell your neighbor, relax. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. You see, and, 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 and some of you, you have even, you see, some of you, you have even forgotten what God has done. If you are to take a step back and count your blessings and name them one by one, you will see what the Lord has done. Just count your blessing, name them one by one. I said, count your blessing, name them one by one. It will surprise you. It will surprise you that when you had nothing, he brought you through. When you thought you were single, he married you. When you thought you were single, I mean, just count your blessing. And some of you ladies, when I say count your blessing, you don't have to go far. Look at your wardrobe and count them. <laughs> That's your wardrobe alone. <laughs> I mean, when I say you, 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 also you don't have to go far. Just open the closet and start counting your blessing. <laughs> Name them one by one. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? Look, church. That is why the psalmist said in Psalm 45, verse 1. Psalm 45, verse 1. Because you see, life starts from the heart. He says that my heart. See, uh, life starts from the heart. So David said that my heart is indicting a good matter. My heart indicts a good matter. My heart, my heart, my heart is indicting a good matter. My heart is like my heart dwells on good things. My heart meditates on good things. My heart thinks about good things. My heart is indicting on good matters. Because I need a happy heart. My heart. Philippians said, whatsoever things are lovely. Whatsoever things are pure. Whatsoever things are just. Whatsoever things are kind. Think on these things. Let your heart 
meditate on good things. Let your heart. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. Because you see, do you want to look good? I'm asking, do you want to look good? I said, do you want to look good? I said, do you want to look good? Then you need to have good. You got to have good. To look good, you must have good. Are you hearing me? And to have good, you must see good. To look good, you must have good. See, to look good, you must have good. And to have good, you must see good. And to see good, you must speak good. And to speak good, you must meditate good. Meditate good, you speak good, you see good, you have good, you look good. <laughs> That's it. That is why my heart meditates on a good thing. Because as you meditate good, you will speak good. And as you speak good, you will see good. And as you see good, you will have good. And as you have good, you will look good. Stand up to your feet and let's close. <laughs> Thank you. Please stand up. Yeah. Hallelujah. Are you blessed this afternoon? Maybe you should make a Say, I have good. Say, I have good. Say, I see good. I see good. I have good. I look good. Say, I have a happy spirit. I don't have a spirit of depression. Say, people are happy around me. Say, people are happy around me. Say, people are happy around me. Because I have a happy spirit. Yes. Uh, tell everybody again. Do you want to look good? What did they say? Say that they, then you must have good. And do you want to have good? Then you must see good. Do you want to see good? Then you must speak good. You want to speak good? You must think on good. So everything comes from here. The heart. My heart that meditates on a good matter. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I have joy. Thank you. Thank you. Before we sit down, I want to pray. You are here. You are not born again. You don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. The Bible says, what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul? This is the hour of salvation. Look, life without God is too difficult. Too difficult. So there's room at the cross for you this afternoon. A man's life does not consist of the abundance of things he has. He's the fountain of life. So there's room at the cross for you. So with every head bowed and every eye closed, please lift up your hands and I'll pray for you. You want to be born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. Jesus is waiting for you. Millions have come. 
It's your turn. 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 Jesus is waiting. Jesus is waiting. Yes, Lord. Yes, Father, we thank you. We thank you for salvation. Lord, as you have saved us, may we not keep quiet. May we witness to others. May we bring others to the saving knowledge. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Put your hands together for the Lord. And what, you want to bring your first and best to the Lord. This is my desire to Now, I have joy. I think you sing as well. Joy like a... We hope that you've been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on lci.newyork at gmail.com and visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.